0: We're gonna move into tonight's lesson. It is a continuation of humility. And um, last week, I'm serious, I think last week was week seven, but la- last week, week seven was the first week that the word pride was introduced. Usually when we talk about humility or we're learning about humility, we learn about it in, in um, comparison to pride. And those two are right there, and we talk about humbling ourselves, and, and there's a surrendering, there's a yielding, there's all of that, but, but usually the pride part sticks out. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. If you're proud, God will resist. You know, there's a lot of teaching on pride in order to get the point across about humility, but the Lord has just been walking us through so, sweetly deeply right. about humility and just, whew, I'm, I'm I'm just in awe, in awe. Um, so when we were talking about it last night, I mean, last week, excuse me, we were talking about how, well, let's just review. Humility is having a realistic view of our own importance, A, in the sight of God, and B, in comparison to God. When we see ourselves as, when yeah, when we have a realistic view of our own importance in the sight of God, that means we see ourselves as he sees us. So we are who he says we are. We have what he says we have and we can do what he says we can do. When we see um, the realist, when we have a realistic view of our own importance in comparison to God, it's like what you were saying a few minutes ago, Tamara, God is our creator, he created us, he's over us, we come under him. Mm-hmm. And so in comparison to him, we're lowly, not unworthy, but mm-hmm. lowly because he's higher than we are. Right. And so here we go. This is what Holy Spirit is saying right now. You know that scripture in Isaiah that says, um, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. Part of humility is realizing that in comparison to God, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. But now when we see ourselves in the sight of God, uh, as he sees us, he says, come up here. You can think the same way I think. Come up here. Your ways can be the same way. Um, right. So humility is rising up to where God wants to take us. False humility, which is also called pride, would be, "Oh no, I can't think like God thinks. Right. No, I can't. Mm-mm, my ways. Are, I'm only. I'm only human. Right. Um. No, where mm. does God say we're only human? God gave us an earth suit so we would be able to have physical dominion here in the earth so we would be able to handle the earth. So that's, that's another way of saying humility. But what we talked about last week was just that. When God tells us we're this and we say, no, Lord, I can't do it. Or no, Lord, me, I'm not worthy. Or me, I'm not talented enough. Or me, I don't know enough then if we are being lowly in that respect how is that pride it's pride because we are letting our thoughts about ourselves be higher than god's thoughts about us if god says we can do something then we need to align with his (laughs) thoughts about us instead of putting our thoughts above his it says no god i can't do it no, no. Yeah. no, God, I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. No, God, I'm not capable enough. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And so that's where we, that's where we um, left off. And so um, tonight I want to start off in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 10. This is about Paul. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, I mean, sorry, First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 10. And this is the story about Paul. So the first like eight verses are going to give us background, but the verses I want to focus on are verses 9 and 10. So who would like to read that?
1: Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scripture, and that he was seen of Cephas, Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen of me, also as of one born out of one, as one born out of due time.
0: Okay, hold on one moment there. Hold on. So this is Paul. He's talking to the Corinthians, and he's just saying, look, I'm declaring you the gospel that I preached unto you. This is the gospel that you received. This is the gospel that you stood on. This is the gospel that got you saved. If you keep in mind what I told you, this is what I told I delivered unto you the, the same thing that I got. Uh, first of all, Um, how the Christ died for our sins. And then he just went through how he died and then how he was seen after he was risen. So he's just giving the history. He's saying, look, this is what I preached to you. Okay. And Mm -hmm. then um, verse eight. And last of all, he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time. Um, Okay. So after all the apostles that were with him, now he shows himself to me. Okay. So these are the verses I want to focus on. Verses nine and 10.
1: Okay, for I am the least of the apostles that I, am not me- that I am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God but by the grace of God, I am what I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but I labor more abundantly than they all. Yet, not I, but the grace of God, which was with me.
2: Okay.
0: Amen. Okay. So Paul is saying, you know, last of all, Jesus was seen by me, one born out of due time. And I am the least of all the apostles because I persecuted the church. I'm not even worthy to be called an apostle because of the things that I did. That's Mm -hmm. what he's saying in verse nine. But then in verse 10, the very same breath, he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his Mm -hmm. grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. And then in the very next breath, he says, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. So I want us to look at these scriptures and say, what is with Paul, right? When we're talking about humility, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to hear your thoughts on it. Because if you, if you heard someone come and say, you know, I'm the least, I'm, the le- I'm not worthy to be called an apostle. I did all of these things in my past. I'm not, you know, what does that sound like to you? Does that sound like a statement of humility, or does that sound like a statement of pride?
2: Humility. I say okay. Go oh. ahead. Okay. Oh. go ahead, Tamara. Okay.
1: It could, it had a, a mixed sound to it uh-huh. because it did sound like I am the least, you know, um, because um, because he also talks about him being more uh, persecuted because he persecuted the church. So he's kind of, that's the, he, he's it. I mean, really it based it on the tone. It depends on how you read the tone of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. for I am the least, now if he's saying in a humility way, but then if he's saying it in a proper way, It's still, to me, well, as I'm saying it to myself, it's still being humble, humility, because he's still seeing himself, if it wasn't for the grace of God, he wouldn't be able to, uh, to do what he's doing, no matter what he's going through. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. up to. I,
2: yeah. Could I share? Um, I think... Okay, because yes, he persecuted the church. He knows he's the least, but also he was not there. This is Paul called Saul originally, correct? Yeah. So he was not there as the others were with Jesus. Everything he's learned, he's learned by revelation. Okay. And you know, he talks in some place, maybe not here, but that he talks more in tongues than anyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he 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 got his, his knowledge by revelation from God or from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so he knows that without that, he could do nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I see it. Not only is he, was he, you know, Miraculously changed, but that he he has revelation from Jesus, and he must have had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of revelation from Jesus because of what well, he was fifteen years someplace before he went to Jerusalem to meet the other disciples. Mm-hmm. He was thirteen, but yeah. So I just think that. That that, you know, he he had to learn humility because no one trusted him because right. of who he had been. So he had to listen. I think it was Barnabas. He had to listen to Barnabas. He had to listen to God or Jesus. He he really had to do a lot of coming down. Um, from where he had been, like I'm doing the church a favor.
0: Yes very good both of you yes Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh um tamra said paul realizes that okay yes he may have these mistakes in his past but if it wasn't for the grace of god he wouldn't be first of all doing what he's doing and he wouldn't be able to do what he's doing and shalom i like what you said when it's like well he had to (laughs) he had Mm -hmm. to learn humility because nobody else believed him you know, mm-hmm. nobody else. And so, God, Paul had to get to the point where he believed what God said about him. He believed yeah. God's calling on his life. He mm-hmm. believed, and so even if people tried to throw his past up against him, he had to stand strong in who God said he was. And mm-hmm. in um, Second Corinthians chapter twelve, yes, chapter nine either chapter 9 or chapter 12. I think it's chapter 12 though, but that's when he says that the um, that's where he had the thorn in his side, that it was a messenger of Satan sent above him because of all the revelations he had. And mm-hmm. the enemy was like, don't you think you're all high and mighty? And so the enemy was working on Paul's image of himself, working on his worthiness to carry God's word, working on... he, he The enemy was working on all of this with Paul, but then and he asked lord help lord help lord help and jesus said my grace is sufficient for thee and the amplified it says because of my grace you can handle the tr- you can bear the trouble manfully that doesn't mean you just deal with the trouble that means you handle the trouble and so paul had a revelation of grace now who gets god's grace he gives the humble. to the humble that's right mm-hmm. so Paul had to learn, he, I mean, just by the revelation of grace that he had, that tells me the degree of humility that he had.
2: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So here, I just think it's a wonderful, just a wonderful picture here. So in verse nine, he says, I am least of all the apostles. I am not deserve, I of my own accord. I do not deserve to be here is what he's saying, because I persecuted the church of God but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace that was bestowed upon me was not in vain in other words i'm going to use up every ounce of this grace god didn't pour it on me for nothing i'm not going to let him come up short in return for what he's given to me right everything that he's given me the ability to do i'm going to do everything that he says that i am i am everything that he says i have I have, and then he says, but I now this could sound like pride, right? I labored more abundantly than they all. I labored more than them. You know, they were with Jesus, but I did more. He says, that was the point, yeah. Right? (laughs) But he comes back to the grace again. He says, Mm -hmm. not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. He always refers to the grace of God. He knows that that is his empowerment. Without his empow- without God's empowerment, without God's grace, Paul wouldn't be able to be where he is as an apostle, and without God's grace, he wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. He realizes that it's all because of God's grace. Amen. Yeah. And yeah. how do you think God feels about that? I think God just eats that up like no, let me give it. him more grace because every piece of grace i give him he uses it let me it's my pleasure to give him more because he's not letting it sit yeah. on in the cabinet somewhere he's not letting it sit on the table somewhere he's a, no he likes it don't you who do you like to give gifts to do you like to give gifts to people who say oh yes thank you and they let it sit there and you mm-hmm. go back a week later a month later and it's still still there <laughs> Or do you like that person? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And they get so excited about it. that I don't know about you, but Mm -hmm. it makes me want to give them more. And I believe that's how God felt about Paul. And I believe that's how he feels about us when we don't allow his grace to be bestowed upon us in vain. Yeah. So it's by It seems
1: like, too, that I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh it seems to even as it was he was you know he led into the 9 and 10 but he even believed that god's grace was was based on the due time of him being being born you know as he as one being born out of due time mm-hmm. he believed everything even the grace was a set time for his yeah. change
0: yeah. that's good
1: yeah he knew it was grace. He still, he's still believing at it all. It's a good time. He's born again.
0: Yes, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That that says a lot. So when we're, you know, I and I. Okay, so let me just talk about myself. I know that in ministry, um, God told me years ago. He says, "I've I've got you hidden. I've I've hidden you." And so people wouldn't see me. People wouldn't recognize the gifts. People wouldn't recognize the anointing. People wouldn't recognize because God had hidden me. And so um, listening to what you just said about Paul understanding that even God's timing was his grace. You know, uh, as Shalom brought out, he was hidden away for 13 years before he came out and ministered. And so sometimes when we're hidden, we want to get out. We want, Lord, why, why are you, we feel so insignificant. We feel like nobody cares. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel this, that, and the other. But as you said here, Paul realized that even God's timing was his grace.
2: Yes. Well, that's beautiful. That's something to share. Yes. Something, uh, I, I, I don't know what you would call this as revelation. Um, that in that hiding, of Paul or in your hiding or in anything anything that's hidden in us I believe that it's that what I just saw is that it's it's so that we learn to receive our praise or our whatever it is that comes from God to it's so that if if we weren't hidden, then we would be leaning towards people. Mm-hmm. If it's hidden, then God is the one who who we're focused on, and God is the one who uh, compliments us or approves of us or um, yeah. you know what whatever that is. And that we build that strong so when there is something coming against us we're not worried about so-called their faces we're worried about god's face not worried but our our only concern is what god is is doing for us and that we stay in that um in that channel or that low that lane amen amen that's amen good. and so that reminds me of the
0: scripture galatians 1 10 where uh, paul said if i were um, to please men if i were a man pleaser i wouldn't be a servant of god right
2: hallelujah and i think that comes from that time he had alone with god
0: yes oh that's a blessing
2: amen
0: hallelujah
2: Thank you. So I think I have to take a look every time I'm pressing for somebody else's um, somebody else's approval that I'm I'm off already. Yes. Yes. Wow.
0: Well, look, let's look at this one more scripture very quickly. It's just a single scripture. It's James chapter 4, verse 6. I know it's familiar to all of us. I think this is a great place to close out. And when you get it, you can read it um, in the King James. Chapter 4, verse 6. Yes, please.
1: But he giveth more grace Wherefore he saith, God resisteth, resisteth, resists, oh my gosh, resist, <laughs> and resisteth the proud, but giveth
0: grace unto the humble. Amen. Amen. That word proud, um, the word that exemplifies it is haughty, which means high, lifted mm-hmm. up. And in the amplified, it says God sets himself against the proud. God sets himself against those trying to, make themselves as high as he is, but he gives grace mm-hmm.
2: to the uncle
0: And man, so man. praise God, what a blessing it was to look at Paul tonight at man, that man. picture of his humility and then just drawing those things out about the timing and about being a God pleaser and not a man pleaser. That is just, ooh, oh, man,
2: rich, oh. nice. Oh. You know, when Jesus was Confronting, I'm not sure which one which one it was—Pharisees or Sadducees—but um, Jesus confronted them about their, um, well, it's about their arrogance, their attitude, mm-hmm. and he did it by not elevating himself. He did it by like a straight shot right at them, neither elevating himself nor lowering himself because he knew who he was. And when you you know who you are, then you can talk straight out because he's talking the truth. And the truth is not elevated higher or lower. The truth is the truth. There's not another truth that's lower or there's not another truth that's higher. It takes all that. And and so I see it when he's talking with them. Um, They kind of blast them, you know, with something that surrounds them. Um, that they can't even, you know, they can't argue with it. They're just silenced. Amen. Amen. And that's the power of that humility. That's the, that to me is part of the power. Amen. Amen. Woo! Who would just love humility. I'm just like, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, for your precious gift of humility, for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit who is opening it up to us and and revealing more about it to us. And, And now, Lord, our eyes are open to see the work of humility in our lives. Our eyes are open to see how we're not aligning with you in the area of humility. And our eyes are open to see the adjustments that we need to make And we thank you, Lord, that it is such a pleasant correction, such a a pleasant drawing, such a pleasant wooing. We thank you so much. And Lord, you're teaching us about humility in this way is a reflection of how much you long to lavish us with your grace. You are positioning us to receive more and more of your grace. Hallelujah we thank hallelujah. you for that and we give you glory so we say Lord you be magnified hallelujah who has pleasure hallelujah. in our prosperity spirit soul and body in the name of Jesus we receive Lord and we you, Lord. we posture ourselves to receive on the same level that you desire to pour out in Jesus name, Jesus name. amen,
1: amen. Amen.
0: Amen.